Good afternoon, or should I say good evening, Anime Lounge listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, here with Matt and our special host, Alec. Hey, glad to be back. Glad to have you back. Uh, so we start out our episodes by introducing our adult beverages of choice. Today I will be drinking some Brickyard Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and I'll be chasing that back with a Lion Kugel's Summer Shandy. What about you, Matt? I am going to have a Journeyman's Distillery Bourbon Whiskey, and also shooting that down with a Summer Shandy. What about you, Alec? I'm enjoying a nice morning mimosa and chasing that down with a refreshing Summer Shandy as well. <laughs> really selling it there. Oh, I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to drink our summer shanty as well. We still have the ability to anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Summer's coming to a close. Yep. All right, Matt, you want to hit us with a synopsis? Yeah. So for anybody who didn't catch Lance's reference, we are going to be covering Spy Family. It is a 12-episode, one-season series as of right now. We are partially doing this in honor of season two or core two. I'm not 100% sure the difference between a core and a season. I guess I can find that out in the future. Yeah. <laughs> and you are going to be following a spy named Twilight and his mission to save the peace in the world is to become friends with an individual and a part of his mission is he needs to have a family. He adopts a girl named Anya, who you find out is a telepath, and gets married to Yor, who is an assassin. None of the individuals know about each of their secret identities or powers, and you just follow along with the family as they attempt to save the world. But before we actually continue on with our character talk, Lance, can you give us that Lance's Lessons? Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for outing. Outing is gaishutsu, and that is spelt G-A-I-S-H-U-T-S-U. And that's very fitting for today because many times throughout the series, the family goes out on their little outings, as said by Anya multiple times. And what's really funny about that is Googling... This Japanese word, the like English pronunciation for outing, is ooding, O U D I N G, just like how Ani would say it. So that's actually really funny. And now it makes me wonder if if the creators did the same exact thing and just like took the pronunciation and then just ran with it. Yeah, make a little play off of it. That would be that'd be funny, and it would so tie into how the rest of the series is Mm -hmm. where you just do a bunch of stuff for comical reasons Mm -hmm. i I loved all the comic relief of this show because it really kind of tied everything together you know it's not you know having a family is not all series even if it's pretend yep and uh i I definitely enjoyed that yeah this was one of the few shows i could actually get my wife to watch and be like yeah this isn't too bad so Mm. yeah i think this is a very neutral show to show anybody Oh, absolutely. Uh, definitely agree there. Lance, do you have a favorite character for this? No, if you're giving me first dibs, 100% picking Anya. Okay. Yeah, she's she is great. She is by far my f- most favorite character in this entire series. And that's simply because she's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> um, I love how, like, stupid smart she is. Yep. 
like she can play off being stupid so many times and at the same time like she's just constantly reading other people's thoughts and like everyone's constantly thinking like she's such a dummy and like she catches it and then that face she always makes like <laughs> ah that's always a that's always a killer for me um just the comic the comical portion of her yeah i guess that's really it what about you, Alec? You got a favorite character? I do love her uh, her facial expressions, and like especially when she gets caught doing something that <laughs> ah, like she'll freeze. Oh my gosh, it's so it's adorably hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but as far as favorite character goes, uh, I'm gonna have to go. I love Lloyd Forger. I've always been a huge spy person, like growing up with like James Bond and all that. Okay. So when this show was coming out, I was like, oh, spies, assassins, telepathy. I mean, it has all like the ingredients for a really cool show. And, but I mean, I, I got to dive, dive into the spy. I, I think being a spy would be the coolest job in the world. Like no one knows who you are. You don't even know who you are. And you're just kind of saving the world behind the scenes. No credit. And uh, this guy Lloyd, I mean, he was a, he's a badass fighter. He's intuitive. Uh, he always has a solution for every problem. Incredibly smart. Uh, I just kind of really just took to him. I was like, nice. This is a strong main character. Good lead. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I I gotta go with Lloyd. He's a uh, definitely my favorite character. What about you, Matt? Uh, I I can say I do like the other two. I guess I'm gonna go with Yor. Uh, she super badass assassin. It, it was cool to see kind of her development. And then she probably had one of the funniest moments was when she was talking to her brother Yuri, mm-hmm. and he asked, "Well, why haven't you told me this? You've been married for a year." She was just like, "Well, I forgot. I told you." <laughs> Just straight blank face, like, how did you forget? And then, of course, you've got Lloyd in the background, like, really? That's that's how you're going to play this off? And then she's like, well, I forgot that I forgot to tell you. And, I mean, I can relate to that really hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and then it just so happens to work out that way. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a super badass uh, wh- you get to kind of dive into her doing some assassin stuff, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. not so much after they get that quote-unquote married. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more of that in season two. Well, one thing I was uh, excited that didn't happen to Yor was when we first got introduced to her in episode two where they, she got that phone call and then she's like, and the, the bookkeeper guy was like, Thorn Princess, we need you. And then all of a sudden her eyes went red. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that they didn't like make her like some secret sleeping bad guy. Like calling her Thorn Princess would like awaken her assassin side. Yep. Like it's something that she can turn on and off on her own. Like it was just for effects at that moment. But I'm glad it didn't turn into something like I was afraid of. Well, they, they kind of make reference to it that there's code words that they use for uh, to like understand things. So. Like, for hers, uh, a massage meant murder. Yep, um, that too. For, and then when she's referenced as Thor Princess, th- I think that, like, glint in her eye was just, oh, recognize, this is code, this means I'm about to be go- going on a job. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I do agree with you. I like the, the separation from it, like, letting her know, like, oh, wait, this is my actual real job. I'm an assassin. Like, I got to pay attention to whatever he's about to tell me. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just did not want it to turn into, like, a winter soldier kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of code words, did you guys pick up on all the little things that Lloyd has to pick up on? Like all the little hints that he's given throughout the series. Like every time he goes to the grocery store, that clerk guy always says like ribbit or 
was another one. You mean Frank? No, not Frank. Uh, the like in the grocery store when he's going shopping. You're talking about all the ciphers and stuff. Yeah, like, oh yeah, like ciphering little codes. Like the little guy behind the counter who's checking him out and giving him his change. Like, well, for starters, that change that he gives him is has a secret code on it. Um, and then he leaves when as soon as Lloyd's leaving. You know, he says like ribbit, and he's I don't know what does he say like meow or something like that too. Like he's in two different episodes, he makes animal noises, and I think that's because he's I don't know if it's comical or if it's because. It's a spy thing. I, I definitely think, think it's a spy thing because, like, I mean, that's part of being a spy is talking in code, talking mm-hmm. in Morse code. And no one can understand what you're talking about kind of thing. And I love that how they played that off in this show. Mm-hmm. One, I agree 100%. Just the, hey, this is the code to the cipher that you need. And they bring reference to ciphering with the triple S when Lloyd and his partner, not really partner, but uh, Frankie, are dressing up as the triple S agents and saying, oh, the cipher in this letter was, was it a wreck? No. Oh, it was a, a wreck, badger and a snake, I think. No, or a squirrel and a snake. No, I think it was a... I think it was um a, a badger to begin with. No, it definitely was not a badger. No? It was a, like a squirrel and a caterpillar. Caterpillar was definitely uh, the second one. Yeah, caterpillar. So, was yeah, it, it was a squirrel. And then because squirrel was the cipher, it meant all these things. And then after... Afterwards, it was, oh, it was Caterpillar is the cipher, so it was really hemorrhoid doctor that he was trying to talk to. and <laughs> Yeah, the out in that scene was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and it would only work on Yor. Like, if they tried doing that to anybody else, they'd be, get really suspicious, but because it was Yor and she's very credulous and or just not very bright when it comes to just normal cues... When it comes to interacting with people, mm. so oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> what's really funny about Yor is like her lack of ability to like cook anything or just like do normal stuff. Be your yeah. typical wife yeah. duties, as they mention, right? So but she can like, clean like a like mass fast. Like she goes into a room, she's like, "Oh, I'm already done unpacking. Like this is really easy to organize." Mm. And Lloyd's like, "The hell? Okay, uh, all right. Well, if you're going to be one thing, be efficient." Mm-hmm. As a letter can quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, and then they make reference to it when they're doing their interview with the Eden School. Mm-hmm. I like that they went into depth about like potential questions that they would be asked yep. for this interview. Yeah, you got to see that spy esque interrogation, preparation. preparation, and all that fun stuff. It was mm-hmm. it was cool to see because it wasn't just all right, well, we know he's a spy. We know she's an assassin, but we're only gonna stick to the main mission and we're not going to do all that background information that you really need to do to be efficient in this instance i just really want to appreciate that there wasn't like your typical anime training montage that always seems to happen like this was actually like legitimate it was part of the storyline it made sense and like there was a specific order to it like they uh, they need to experience elegant culture so they went to the opera they went to get fancy meals um, they went to, you know, parks that they, they went to the art museum and it's just like, that could have been a giant, terrible music montage and they didn't go that route. And I was really excited about that. Yeah. They actually took the time and turned it into a full episode. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe to other anime, that would be a complete filler kind of an episode, but like the style of the show kind of needs that because it, it, it just, it's a slice of life kind of thing. So you need those small interactions to... Um, explain everything. Yes. 
Yeah, and I can 100% see the hype in this series. Like, when it first came out, I started watching it right away, but I know Lance, you're like, ah, I can't be that good because everybody loves it, so it's not really that it can't be good, but it's just, is it really that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I judged a book by its cover again. Like, I, <laughs> Unlike Alec, I thought the complete opposite. Like, uh, I don't know, is a spy going to be really all that fun? But, man, so off. Yeah, I, I was also against the hype. I'm one of those people where, like, if everybody loves it, then it's panning to the lowest common denominator. And I'm like, do I really want to put the time to watch something that is just going to glaze the surface kind of thing? I mean, I'm one of those people, I waited until Series 7 to watch Game of Thrones because before I actually believed it was going to be good. <laughs> and uh, so when, I, when there were all these hypes, there's all these memes about it. I remember the uh, the Vin Diesel family uh, meme. It's actually what really pushed the sale of the show at the, at the beginning. I mean, it, uh, it actually, the memes really helped the show blast off. And people are like, oh, but this show's about family. Vin Diesel's and all these memes about family. Let's give this a shot. And it actually worked. And there was so much hype, and I was against it. I was like, oh, I don't want to be one of those people. And now I am one of those people <laughs> adding to the hype. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to agree. You know, give this show a chance. It's really funny. It's really cute. And it's also really badass. It kind of ties everything together. And the animation is, it's got that classic feel to it. It's not that new school kind of, am I watching a movie? Am I watching Claymation? You know, what mm-hmm. is the uh, the level here? It's that that classic drawing anime that kind of goes back to the roots. And I, I really enjoy this whole show, both aesthetically and storyline. Yep. I don't think there's one thing I can honestly complain about this whole show. No. Well, we can complain there isn't more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so excited for season two to come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely going to be keeping up with that one. One thing I do want to say before we continue... Speaking of memes, honestly, my favorite meme is the one where Yor is chopping up um, chili peppers, mm-hmm. and then Anya's crying, and so she wipes away the tears. <laughs> and then sets Anya's face on fire. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, that, that's really funny, because I actually saw that one the other day. <laughs> yeah, that was that was honestly probably my favorite, one of my favorite memes recently just in general because it's like yeah i can 100 percent see her doing that mm-hmm. yeah definitely fitting so it's it i just really really did enjoy this anime i thought there was so much going for it can't wait for season two and then i suppose let, we can talk about a couple episodes yeah i kind of i kind of want to do some dive more into like some of anya's traits and uh some specifically her character stuff mm-hmm. from from a few of her episodes uh, just because well, I thought it was so hilarious that she's obsessed with Spy, that Spy series. Oh, yeah. And he and uh, Lloyd was like, there's no way. This can't be just a coincidence that she's obsessed with this show and I am a spy. Yeah, I thought that was a good play on everything for that one. Yep. I like the fact that it kind of shows you that even if you are a telepath, it doesn't mean you're omnipotent. Like... Just because you have the information that somebody else has doesn't mean you know what to do with it. So, like, there's, I mean, there's, her whole backstory is she keeps getting returned to orphanages because people find her creepy. They don't really understand her. They, she bothers them because she's reading their minds. But, you know, at the end of the day, she's, like, 
somewhere in between four to six. I'm pretty sure she lied about her age when she read his mind that he was <laughs> looking for a six-year-old. Yeah, I wanted even to, he was like, I wanted to bring that up earlier. Like, she is definitely not a six-year-old. No. I'm pretty sure she's a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. And now we have a four-year-old with a bunch of other six-year-olds in this quote, quote-unquote college, which is really strange to call this a college for kids. But it's kind of like a giant boarding school, probably for like from preschool to college. Kind yeah, of that's what they said. Spend your life learning how to be a leader. Right. Yep. Yeah, like you said, they bring it up as first or kindergarten, first grade, first grade through college. Mm-hmm. So seventeen years, I think, is what they said. Yeah, that's something like that. I remember. But yeah, like just as you were saying, like just because she's in this environment that she can pick up on everybody's thoughts doesn't necessarily mean that she knows the right one. She knows what's always going to be the right answer. Speaking of right answers, I thought it was so funny when Lloyd is going through all of her test scores, and that's like seven, three. Zero, zero, and she's just like, I'm reading the wrong people's minds. I just need to know who, what everybody's good at, so then I can just read their mind and get all the get hundreds and everything. But she also doesn't know how to process the information when there, there's too many voices going on. She can't singularize them, and she just gets overwhelmed and she does that little pass out thing. Mm-hmm. I like how they explain that. Or, I, didn't necessarily like explain it verbatim, but like you definitely understood that it was sensory overload. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think she, in a smaller room, like that classroom where it's probably 20-ish, she she can isolate and be okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they were in that crowd and she was trying to find that one person, she just kind of starts passing out because it's too much. Mm-hmm. But she did kind of show uh, some good brains there of like, okay, I know that that's the guy, but I can't tell... Lloyd that that's the guy mm-hmm. so she has to like like hey look um I'm hungry and like let's go get a muffin pointing in the direction that the thief is running but uh and Lloyd's like well we're not really gonna stop for a snack now oh wait a minute you know conveniently here's that guy and I recognize his walk you can't really change that mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go beat his ass yeah I think it was <clears throat> cake I want cake mm-hmm. mm. so it, it was there there's so many good singular moments that she does what did you guys think of the uh, the whole interview process from like like for Eden College, like going into the school and all the the tests, the mm-hmm. fake tests, and and going on from there? What did you think of that whole couple episodes stream? Um, to start from the beginning, like the preparation, I know I know what you're getting at, but like I want to start from like the very beginning. I just want to say like how comical it was on uh, Anya's side because like they're prepping and like so Anya, what do you do on your days off? And like well. Papa usually traps me inside the house, so I just watch TV all day. Like her, her honesty is so funny. Yep. But then, what you're, what you want to jump into is like the actual interview. Yeah. Between them, um, I do have one big question about that whole thing that I want to bring up. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it now or if you want to talk about the interview itself. Oh, uh, we can we can start with that. That's fine. Okay. So one of the questions was Anya, who do you like more, your old mother or your new mother? Ooh. And then she started tearing up and. They never brought that back. They never focused on it again. And now I really want to understand, was she crying because of her old mother? Like, does she have, is there some kind of memory that us viewers don't know about her mother? And she's crying because, like, what, does she watch her own mother die? Does she have a memory of her being taken away from her so that she can be worked on to become the telepath or something? I just want to know what's going on with that whole original mother thing there's definitely something there i picked up on that as well i was like "Ooh, she's crying about mommy but it was also a question mark so it was whether 
does she not know her mom? Did something happen to her mom? Mm -hmm. Was her mom the reason she was an experiment in the first place? I think that's all going to be answered or at least alluded to in season two. Hope so. Um, I, I, I hope so as well because there's a lot of backstory that's missing on a lot of this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because we don't know. Other than the fact that she was an experiment, we know, and put through the orphanage a total of four times or whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't know anything else about the, Anya's backstory. And they said they don't know her parents. They don't know her actual age, uh, date of birth. Mm -hmm. um, that that was all. They, there was very limited information they could find on this girl. And uh, I mean, and hell, she was in a pretty terrible place. I mean, that the what's it called? The orphanage director. I mean, he's clearly drunk and like first thing <laughs> in the morning, he's letting kids get taken without any identification, no paperwork or anything. Yeah. It was just super trafficy like. And uh, I was like, speaking of trafficking, I'm being sold to traffickers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't if you behave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the orphanage crazy. itself was super sketchy. Just giving away kids just to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it was especially her because it's like, oh, he she creeps out all the kids and all these other things. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it reminded me a lot of more Harry Potter references, but it reminded me of Harry Potter when Dumbledore goes to the orphanage for Voldemort mm -hmm. and in the books the teacher or the director gets super drunk and she's like oh yeah he's super creepy we basically like take him please just take him we want nothing to do with him because he scares away all the kids so I've, I got like 1920s vibes which is very plausible time frame that the, like if you were to think about a year in which this happened it would just be 1920s s because you don't see them use cell phones not yeah phones. good point there's not really many modern things going on in this show the spy kit looks super old school like the it's like a communication device in a briefcase like that's yep. really old school spy stuff yeah mm -hmm. so it, it would be you know you could see 1940s 1920s somewhere in that range where it's like if this was going to happen in a make-believe world, what year would you want this to happen? It's like, yeah, you can you can see that happening. There's some newer stuff like the phone that they use, um, but that they the film they're talking about film. They put the film in the penguin. Mm -hmm. That's super That's old, old school. school. Mm -hmm. So it, it was just the only curveballs I could throw in there was you know there was TVs and there was the the micro or was the uh, the hidden mini microphone things that was on uh, yours collar under the table for during the interview process. Like there was, I can't imagine 20s or 40s being that high tech, but. I don't know. That's they had some stuff. I mean, you never know. I guess. The computer was invented in the 40s. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that old. I mean, it's not that young, I guess. But they, they definitely, I feel like they brought color TV and some other things to kind of help the whole thing. But it's right. still going to be alternate timeline 40s kind of thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. And even in just the way they dress, going to a boarding school, like, that's not common anymore. Going to a boarding school for 17 years. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I be... always wonder what that kind of life is like. But like, I mean, that, I mean, you see these students, I mean, they're like children of the elite elite. And mm -hmm. I, I, freaking uh, Damien Desmond's crew of, uh, what, what are they, Emil and uh, Ewan or something, or Ewan? I think it's Ewan. The two Ewan? dorky looking guys. Oh my god! It, that gave me like Family Guy vibes. Of, uh, <laughs> oh sure, yeah. When they're in, when uh, Chris goes to the boarding school, and there's like that guy with like the major underbite, and it's just like these absurdly looking rich kids you can hardly <laughs> understand. And that's just the, like uh, Ewan has that crazy haircut. It's like no one would ever wear that as a six year old, and uh, Emil is just 
dorky as hell too. It's just like these are his little henchmen. I, I thought that was adorable. A little six year old's got a henchman uh, crew yeah. to him. And then I also thought it was hilarious. Uh, Becky was her dad, the the CEO of the man like arms. The arms CEO does deals with all munitions and. Uh, weapons and stuff it was another target of his yeah yep. the, the parents of, of becky's he's like oh cool like my daughter can be friends with anyone in this class and i'm gonna get information i, I so i thought her i thought she was great too because it's like oh every, anytime i do well on a test i get an award like a tiara and address oh. yeah and then through her discussion the in the bubble there was cars and a airplane and all the some big super stuff and she's like are you rich like and then what I was about to bring up is like, no, I'm not rich. My parents just own like a, a business or something like that. Yeah. They own a bakery or a business or something small and not government related. Yep. So it could probably be another cover of some sorts. Honestly, she's six, so she probably doesn't even know. She's yeah. just like, oh, dad owns a business and goes away. And then mom is probably just a housewife because that's a very generic thing that you would see in the show is like mm-hmm. the super rich have the, have their housewives at home all day. And to a six-year-old, it's like, oh, dad goes away to for work. And that's really all that's to it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of six-year-olds and a student in this class, what did you guys think of the monster of Bill Watkins, the dodgeball player? <laughs> Bazooka Bill? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> tiny bodybuilder. What the hell? Like, he's got a deep voice. Dude's uh-huh. like... Daddy. It's like, it was like the scene from Ben Schwarmer's like, I am 12. Like, this guy's clearly a grown adult in a six-year-old class. What is he doing? All he's missing was some facial hair. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It was really funny seeing, like, this super jacked kid, like, run up to his father. Like, he's only half his size. And it's so freaking weird. Yeah, But it was very comical. You would take him as, like, the general of the army. Mm-hmm. Well, his right. dad's like a lieutenant or something. It was just like, what is he feeding this kid? Like straight, <laughs> like a gallon of eggs a day. Just all protein. Yeah. Pure HGH. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally, as soon as he came on the dodgeball court, I lost everything. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? This is hilarious. Like this kid's just beaming little kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of beaming him, like that curveball he threw at yeah. the very end when Anya was gonna sit still and then that kid in the background totally takes it in the face i busted out laughing so hard when i saw that died oh that was that's the thing is like the filler episodes in this in the series are hilarious and they're Mm -hmm. worth watching they then they have a point to them there's there were like filler-esque concepts to the to the filler episodes but most times it stayed pretty storyline-esque and you wanted to watch it they're funny episodes they're great Yeah, the, the one training montage they have is with Yor and Anya learning how to throw a dodgeball because they can get one of the, was it Celestial Star? Not Celestial Stars, what is it? Oh, Stella Stars. Stella Stars. Stars. That, yeah, and so she's like, oh, I need to be super good at this. And then, of course, at the end, Anya tries to throw the ball, and it goes like two feet. Yep. Oh, straight into the ground. <laughs> straight down. She that falls. So much build up for, like, everyone's <laughs> expecting a super awesome throw out of this, and it goes completely into the ground. That was so funny. It just gets dunked on the head. <laughs> Speaking of dunking on the head, in the beginning of that episode, they made it clear that headshots don't count. And then a bunch of kids get and hit then in a the bunch of, Yeah, exactly, and then they all get outed. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I was like, uh, I guess we're just not going to go by the rules now. 
Because the yeah, Bill, little bazooka Bill, just beans everyone in the head. So <laughs> they all got out, except for uh, what's his name, Desmond, that valiantly tries to uh, say. So like, I made the complete wrong prediction watching this episode. I was like, oh, Anya, she's just read his mind about how he needs to prove himself to his family, and he's not the second son. He's another son, and he's gonna be just as good as his older brother, who was an imperial student by like age seven or something, something crazy. It was like a Sasuke-Itachi relationship completely. But um, she's like, oh, he really wants to win. If I really want to win his friendship, which I've already made him have a crush on me, like, let me let him have the win. And she just never does that the whole show. And, in fact, he steps in front to try to save her and then sacrifices himself all for nothing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> which I thought was just hilariously comical because, like, it went against all of your expectations. Like, you think, oh, Anya's going to save him. Nope, it's actually Damien saving her. And then nothing happens. They st- they both end up losing. Yep. And then that's just, I like how you said it best. It's a slice of life. Like, this is actually what happens. And I, I love that. Yeah, she always goes and reads his mind when he's, like, trash-talking her or thinking all these things. But, of course, she's sick, so she's not going to get that little little kid crush vibes off of him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, it was definitely didn't see that coming in this episode. It was so funny. Before we leave the dodgeball scene, got to throw out a quick shout out to Dragon Ball Z at 15 minutes into that episode when Damien is uh, training himself and then like they throw that big tire at him. And then on, in the background, you just got like a traditional Dragon Ball Z background and he's holding back a big power. It was, I, I thought that was very funny. I mean, yeah. there was, like, a couple other shout-outs, but, of course, Dragon Ball Z was the biggest one. There was a lot of Dragon Ball Z uh, influences, I would say, in this show. I, I definitely enjoyed that. The uh, the sort of, like, Genyu force uh, of the three henchmen when they're doing the, the <laughs> oh, dodgeball <laughs> throw, I was weak. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, straight from DBZ. Yeah, I thought it was also cr- pretty creative, too. I will have to say that was probably one of my favorite episodes in total. It was just so funny. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Especially with Bazooka Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made that episode. <laughs> the show's watch. If you're going to watch the show, watch it for Bazooka Bill in general. Like that, you will Your life will be made just from that one episode. So let's get back to just kind of the entrance exam. You see, oh, man, what was that? It was one of the hires. They, they mention it. The, uh, the Henry guy? Henry Henderson? No, not Henry Henderson, the guy who asked a super fucked up question. It was uh, oh, Murdoch Swan. That's his name. The uh, the child of the, the legacy hire. He's the, the legacy child hire. of the headmaster or something? One of the previous headmasters. The one who's going through the divorce? Yep. And losing, oh, and just he, lost custody of his child? He was yep. dark. Yeah, so he asked a super fucked up question about, to Anya, about his, excuse me, about her mom, and, or which is better, your or um, your previous own. mom. Mm-hmm. It might, Alec, what you said, it might be one of those things where she might have just a vague remembrance of her mother, and that's why she's super upset. Or I think it might be the fact that this is the first time she's had a real parental figure that wasn't, or a real parental figure besides Lloyd, and that's what made her so upset is because these are the first group of people that just didn't give up on her. Mm. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could really play with this. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm hoping season two goes into more backstories of individuals while moving forward within the within the series. Do you think she's going to get eight Stella stars, or do you think she's going to get any more of those uh, the lightning bolts? Oh, man, I really the hope merits. they give her some lightning bolts just mm-hmm. for the comical feature of the show. It was so funny. She got one. It's like, this is the first student that's ever gotten one before anything ever started. <laughs> yeah, day one. 
Yeah, before you in class. And then she's falling asleep in class. They're like, oh, this girl's just not cut out material. Yep. Um, oh, real quick, back to the main mission. Did mm-hmm. they? I'm pretty sure they mentioned that she has to become an elite within, like, what, six months or something like that? Yeah, six she months. She needs to get, like, all eight stars, mm-hmm. all eight badges so she can get to the... To the Johto gym or whatever? To the Elite Four? Yeah. God, <laughs> can't even think of Pokemon the, the League. I did like the badge. Yes, absolutely. There was... Uh, I, I love that concept. It's got to do eight. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why eight. But yeah, she's so she's got to get eight stars in six months. And if you break that down, Desmond's older brother, first son, um, got he it got in when he was seven years old. A so, year and a half or so. so. That, yeah, so she's got to get it extremely fast. And from the sounds of it, this is Desmond's brother's guy is like the elite of the elite of children. Right. So like if he can only do it in a year... How can they possibly expect uh, little Anya to do it, who's pretty much mostly helpless? Yeah. I don't know. She saved that child from drowning. She did. She's a hero. And then I found it funny that the, oh man, it's Lloyd's handler was like, well, we could just put more people in peril um, situations and she can just save more people that way. And he's like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, I don't think so. I feel like that was a one-off. Right. Or at least that's what I took it mm-hmm. as. It's like this. I don't think she's going to be able to do that again. No. I do think that the rest of her stars are all going to be flukes. I think one star that she'll earn legitly, like through through like mathematics or something like that, through her smarts. Yep. But I do think the rest of her stars are going to be flukes, and she's going to accidentally get them as part of the storyline. Right place, right time kind of thing? Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. I can see that happening. I can see... Comically, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, funny. I can see it being like just this really random thing, and she uses her uh, telepathy again, and it's like, oh, hey, something's going on. Let's go over here, and then right place, right time. So it's always like shining around her when she is doing the telepathy. Do you think that it's always present, whether it's shining or not, or do you think she activates it? I think it's, for her, I think it's at all times, but I think as for us viewers... We see the twinkle and the haziness around her so that we know what's going on specifically. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I think for her, it's going to be all the time. And then she'll like hear keywords and be like, oh, maybe I need to listen to that and just kind of mm-hmm. where, wherever you're autumn, you're eavesdropping at all times. But for her, she can eavesdrop people's minds instead of what they're saying out loud. Right. Because when she was listening, when she found that drowning kid, wow, there's no reason for her to specifically start trying to listen like it just randomly came in mm-hmm. so i think she it's at all times okay yeah another question i had was do you think in season two the secrets are going to be out or do you think that will be like a series finale is them finding each other out and so i think a little bit so i think what's great is that anya already knows all of the secrets she mm-hmm. is the secret holder i mean she's the telepath she knows that yor is an assassin she knows that her dad is a spy but yor doesn't know about the telepathy or the spyness and lloyd doesn't know about the assassin you what great spy he is that he's not able to notice that this woman is capable of like one fighting being a badass and doing all these crazy right. acrobatics he's like Huh, this girl's just really talented. Like, there's just, it goes completely over his head that she's multi talented and uh, it's really talented in some spots and really dumb in other spots. Mm -hmm. Well, what was her reasoning? Oh, um, my brother taught me how to defend myself, something like that. 
I, I knew how to do this through my yoga class. Like <laughs> her, her excuses for things are hilarious. I forgot. I learned this in yoga. My little brother taught me how to fight. Like her reasonings, they make sense on the surface level. But when you think about it, like there's just nonsense BS that she's just spitting and just hoping that no one calls her bluff. Exactly. Well, Lloyd does make mention that she, he's kind of got a blind spot for her. Oh, yeah. When, he's, he's softening up to her. Yep, and I think that might play a little bit of it. Sure. Of it, even in the beginning, I think he wasn't really paying attention to his soft spot for her, but he just was like, oh, she's just some random secretary in the, the town hall building. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really think that highly of her in, in the first place because he's the super world top spy. Yep, and somehow they've never crossed paths before this. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they do get found out. I don't think season two will be when it happens. I don't know. I think the manga might be ongoing still. I'm not 100% sure. Probably something I should know about. <laughs> I would be surprised if anything gets figured out in season two because I the only thing I can imagine coming out of season two is Anya getting the Stella Stars. I could definitely see at the very end of season two that Yor gets put a hit on Twilight. Yes. Okay. I can definitely I see definitely that. I definitely think that's going to happen. It's like a cliffhanger? Yep. I think that's how it's going to, because I definitely think it's going to continue past season two. Oh, definitely. Um, but simply with, with all of the hype that, that it has, that there are, season two is about to be released right now. People are dead. I have no doubts that it's going to be another great season. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to, I think it definitely there's going to be a hit put out in place for Twilight from Yor. And that's when she's going to start figuring out that she's actually married to the spy that she's supposed to be killing. And then I think that's what, I think season three is going to be the, hey, we all have to reveal what's going on. And I think that's when there's going to be any sort of finale for, I think this is going to be an ongoing show. And I'm really excited. There's so many one season animes out there, maybe two season animes. And I think this is going to be one of the ones that breaks through and becomes a multi-season show. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of go back, there's 62, and it's still ongoing. Nice. That's good to hear. 62 chapters, all right. And okay. that'll be good to know later on when I do my manga mentions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if I 100% agree with you on how season two will probably play out. Like, at the end, uh, Yor is going to have to have a hit on Lloyd. If that doesn't happen... I would say plan B is either... I would say plan B will have to be that Yori, the brother of the secret police, is going to have... He's going to find out that Lloyd is Twilight, and then he's going to have to do something about it. Either tell Yor or try to kill him himself or something like that. Like, that will be the cliffhanger for that. So He, he won't tell Yor because... To Yuri, Yor is this helpless secretary at the town hall. That's true too. He knows that she's an assassin because she would he would come she would come home covered in blood. No, like he didn't. She mm. didn't. They didn't know it at all either. Like, why are you bleeding? Like, oh, this is nothing. By the way, they gave me a they gave me a bonus, so I bought this book for you. He's he's in the dark just as much too. Okay. Nobody but, nobody knows anything about anybody. She did make the reference like my brother taught me everything I know. You know that he's up there in the secret police and that he's well respected there. I can't wait for a fight scene from Yuri. I really want to see that go down oh, sure. between Yuri and uh and Twilight Lloyd. I do want to say I think that was just a straight up lie though. I don't think that You don't think he knows? I don't think he knows anything about anybody. Yeah, nobody knows anything about anybody. 
except, except for Anya, right. which makes it more funny. Well, he knows about Twilight's existence. He just doesn't yes. know who Twilight is. His mission yes. is, right. I need to find Twilight. He says yes. that in the, his like opening scene. Yep. Yeah, but I'm saying nobody knows the secret identity of anybody except for Anya, mm-hmm. which Anya only knows Yuri is a part of the secret police because Lloyd knows he is a part of the secret police. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was another hilarious point because, you know, it's, um, I think I wrote it down too, where Anya's talking about wanting to see her uncle and, oh yeah, Anya is reading Lloyd's mind and he talks about the secret police and Anya got like super excited and then she, wait, wait, what's the secret police? Secret plus police. That's totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how just amazed she is by it. It's to- so childlike. Mom's an assassin. Dad's a spy. Uncle's in the secret police. My life's awesome. <laughs> the narrator says she's starved for attention. Yep. Like, it made it super obvious. Ooh, okay. I, I kind of said that a little specifically because I wanted to, <laughs> to segue into this one. Did you guys know pick up on the narrator's voice? No. I recognize it, but I don't know who it is. It's Spoil it. Jobless Reincarnation. The narrator for Jobless Reincarnation is the exact same narrator for this really? show. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was really funny. Like, I know who that voice is, so I had to look it up. God, it's been a few years since I watched that show. That was good. Yeah, Jobless was really good. Is it, you're talking about Raphael? He plays Raphael in Jobless? Isn't that the... Raphael? Yeah, and that the narrator in Jobless? Um, Rudy. Oh, Jobless. Damn. All right. Yeah, never mind. But yeah, Rudy. Um, the narrator's name is Ben Phillips, and yeah, he played. Okay. Uh, so I need to stop. I need to go to the bathroom. That that work. Yeah, me All too. Right. All right. So I think that's a good moment for us to take a quick break. Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of RangerCast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-use spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. And now that we're back from our short break, one person that I feel like we have to talk about is Henry Henderson. And to go back to Alex's point about the entrance exam and all of that process, honestly, he's going to be the funniest character when you first inter- when he first gets introduced because he's just like, that's not elegant. And then when Lloyd saves that kid and he's just screaming elegance when... Lloyd changes. Orgasm every time. So elegant. He was just, it was so funny. Every time he he, uh, mentioned elegance and all of those things and talking about how Anya is only a 31 point student or 31 point applicant because she only got a 31 on her exam and being like, oh, the the parents can't be anything because she's only a 31 point tester or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. No, he he was definitely a judge a book by its cover kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which does not scream elegance. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought it was also very crazy that they brought multiple s- sets of clothes to change into during <laughs> that the was, We prepared for this. We yeah. prepared for this again. <laughs> what do you mean you prepared for this? Who would do that? Exactly. I would never imagine that. Like Sometimes I used to try to think that if I kept a spare set of clothes in the back of my vehicle, I'd be good. And then I never touched it. <laughs> like I, It sat in my vehicle for like two years. All and then I went to go clean it and like... Oh, wow, I have some clothes back here. <laughs> now you just look like a slob. <laughs> yeah. Living out of my vehicle or something. But no, the, I tried to prepare for something bad, and nothing bad ever happened. So I guess take it or leave it. But these guys needed it. so You never know if a cow might try to you know rush some rich kid's kid, and you got to go toro toro and uh, <laughs> you know save his ass. <laughs> you need another suit in your car, obviously. Can't imagine messing up a suit. That's not elegance. No, that's not <laughs> elegance. But changing is elegant. Well, I mean... To these, an extent. <laughs> they're also... Everybody's super rich, as we have mentioned earlier. You know, heads of states and CEOs of various companies. So everybody's just absolutely loaded if you go to this school. Mm-hmm. Which, which does get brought up when Anya and Yor are going on their shopping trip at the grocery store because those kidnappers are just assume that because Anya's wearing those wearing the school uniform that they're loaded. Right. And then you get to see badass your yeah, cool to see. Just you punch straight through a watermelon? It's like Yep, that's what she did. And it's That made me want to try to do that. Did yeah, you do no. it punching through a vegetable no, I just want to try <laughs> like just to do it. Are you like, inspired now? Yeah. Like, I'm sure it can't be that hard. I feel like it would be. It's Unless you, like, understand what you're... I mean, you see all those, like, martial arts experts that can do that kind of stuff, but, like, we're not martial arts experts. Yeah. So, like, it will probably be pretty difficult. I feel like I would need a sword to get through any sort of That'd be fruit. Oh, speaking of sword and fruit, there was a piece of news that I saw the other day where a trailer of tomatoes tipped over on the highway <laughs> and they needed to go have it picked up. And like, I was just thinking like, that'd be really fun to just go get a couple of baskets of free tomatoes and just <laughs> grab my sword and play some fruit ninja with it in real life. You'd see Lance like missing three fourths of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing. The practice. I like it. But, uh, you know, seeing your go into this mama bear mode and just, whip those thugs butts well not even she didn't even do anything she just scared the hell out of them like, yeah it was more no yeah well, she, she punched through she, that vegetable one time and then she she took out one mm-hmm. scared the other one and then the third one was just kind of along for the ride like oh yeah don't fuck with her right <laughs> they're more scared than anything yeah, yeah definitely i am that girl's mother <laughs> they're like freaked out they're like oh my gosh we're not dealing with some like petty house like a nun or, or uh, not, not, like <laughs> a nanny <laughs> nanny yes some rich chicks mm-hmm. servant that's probably the best way to say it yeah and, yeah it was it was good i liked seeing yours just momentary moments of her assassin coming out it was great Ooh, especially during Anya's uh, special castle episode where yes. she's drunk and trying to fight Lloyd at the end. He's like, whoa, she's like trying to kill me. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see more of that in like season two of her just badass skills. Yeah, she throws the fork at uh, Yuri mm-hmm. or right past Yuri and it right. cuts his face. Yeah, that was pretty cool. As soon as she gets drunk, she starts losing it. Oh, yeah. 
Can we talk about uh, Yuri's and yours weird brother-sister relationship thing that they got going on? Because there was definitely some weird stuff going. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have a sister. I don't know how any of this is, is really uh, internalized. But, um, you know, there's a whole scene. It could have been seen as sort of cute, but, like, she kisses his cheek and he goes into, like, super crush mode. It's like, when I grow up, I'm going to marry you. And she's like, oh, well, then you're just going to have to get older. And I'm like, that's not an appropriate response. But I think that also might be part of the Japanese culture. Like, not to say that they marry their brothers and sisters, but, like... You marry someone like your sister? Yeah, I think... I kind of took it as a matter of respect. Right, like, I think that was kind of like a Freudian thing. Like, since he didn't have a mother to look up to, he had a sister to look up to. So, like, you want to marry someone that's like... Like, for guys, someone like, you want to marry someone who's like your mother, guy, girls, you want to marry someone who's like your dad. Mm-hmm. All that Freudian bullshit. So maybe that could be part of Just kind of playing off and, of it. Yeah. And, I mean, there is a drastic age difference between Yuri and Yor. Mm-hmm. So I would say she's probably, like, 14 and he's 5 or 6. So it's probably 10 plus years. Oh, easily. In age difference between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, can't get too far on that because she's 27 right now. Yep. And he's currently part of the secret police. Which means he's so at least was, 18. Yeah, so he's got to be you, 18 plus. I bet you he's 19 or 20. Oh, no, she does. He, he is 20. Remember, she says it when she's showing the picture of him. Yep, so oh, seven years. 20 years old, so there's a seven year difference. Yeah. Okay. Wow, oh, we broke that shit down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Analyze. But, um, and then, like, his locker is filled with pictures of her, kind of like yeah, a really teenage weird. crush kind of thing. Yeah. It was just kind of odd. It, it was that like it was that line that was danced between like creepy and adorable. Like yes, cool. He really admires his sister. He's really looking out for her. At the same time, like he wants to watch her make out in front of uh, in no, front of him for the husband. So I'm just like he didn't want to. He couldn't do it. Remember? Because he started freaking out. Like no, I can't do this. I can't watch. Yeah, that was my just, sister's ooh. lips are all yours now. Yeah, like that was just his choice of maybe that just might be a, just a difference in translation between uh, English dub and the Japanese version, but um, it's just there were just words thrown in there that I was like, wait, wait, what? Oh, okay, this is kind of either weird depending on how I'm gonna uh, what perspective I'm gonna take this from. It could be adorable. It could be really weird. I'm gonna go with adorable because that's what I like. Keep ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't want to make it weird, so we're just gonna ignore the fact that it might be weird. Yep. <laughs> yeah that that episode was really funny and just the whole incident. And then of course you get Lloyd like kind of freaking out like we don't really need to do this. This is getting weird mm-hmm. when she's on top of him trying to make out with him. Well, she got, like, instantly drunk, too. Yeah. Like, slammed that bottle of wine, and then, boom, she's drunk. Like, oh, oh yeah. now I'm ready to hardcore make out with you. I thought it was funny, because previous, it's like, remember what last time you had wine? Mm-hmm. You should probably sustain this night. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I couldn't imagine ever saying that to my wife. Like, hey, you should probably sustain from drinking tonight in front of, like, her family members. Like, Ooh. telling her what to do. Like, that's a pretty bold move. You should try it. No. See how it goes. <laughs> if I told my wife she couldn't drink, she'd punch me. <laughs> You might have a whole your situation on yourself. Oh, yeah. It would be one of those things Lance would put this camera recording in the corner just to see the reaction she would get. Oh, yeah. Stop, stop, stop recording your own recording. It's, it's all just, a joke. It's a prank. But at least Lloyd had an actual reason to be like, hey, if you get super drunk, you're probably going to slip to your brother that we're not actually married. Legit- well, we're... Technically, they are legitimately married, but for illegitimate reasons. Right. Uh, or at no, least the year. certificate is also pretty forged. But it's it still for, there. It was forged for the year marker. Oh, uh, okay. It, it was real, 
but illegitimate at the yeah. same time. Right. So going back to the marriage thing, I thought it was super funny that they made such a big scene getting that ring. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Lloyd losing it in the very end, and then hat pulling like a Deadpool scene <laughs> with the grenade, grabbing the grenade pin, and just using that as the ring. That was badass. And it was great for because it referenced both of them without either of them knowing that it, it was a real reference to each other. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. Yeah, until the mission's over, do us apart, or until mm-hmm. the killing, do us apart, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was kind of romantic. I liked it. <laughs> it's own twist way. Yeah. Uh, so my wife brought this up to begin with, but this is essentially an anime version of Spot or Mister and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. that. I was like, yeah, okay, I but, can. But with a kid factor thrown in, kid factor, and honestly, I like this better than Mister and Mrs. Smith. I thought the movie was pretty awful. Average so, at best. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just mostly like spank candy for men and women to look at <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt was really the only purpose of that. Yeah. Which could be argued for this as well. I mean, I could see that. But, you know, women would definitely find Lloyd an attractive person and Yor is banging. She's got the curves in all the right places. Mm-hmm. But, um, for a 2D character. But, uh... <laughs> yes. But, um... Uh, basically... I, I love the fact that he's, like, reading all the parenting books. And it's like, are all parents on such dangerous missions? It's like, <laughs> yes, your kid is trying to kill themselves at, like, 100% of the time. And you have to you have to intervene them, uh, for the safety of their life. And he's like, wow, like, parents really have it hard. Like, I'm a spy. And, like, this is that's not really that hard to me. But I can't even be a parent. This is wild. Mm. So it's, good, it's, like, good to show that, like, you can be really talented in a whole bunch of areas and then just know nothing in one. Yeah. And be, it's like... I'm going to do this this child-raising thing, and then, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she, like, drags him onto everywhere. He's got to lock her up. Uh, you know, the whole trying to, you know, teach her and, uh, and study with her. I, I think it's just that parenting. I think this is a great show for new parents especially. Like, you know, people that, like, like us that have grown up, now we're having kids of our own. We're still in the anime life. And I think this is a really good transition into you know, adulthood and still watching anime and still having it be relevant to your life. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely realistic. And then you have Lance over here like, yeah, sure, Those, that sounds right. That's <laughs> Yeah, I'm the only one here childless. So yeah, that's I, okay. I can learn from you guys and watch anime. You get like, probably <laughs> the best parts of it. Yeah. <laughs> but even you, you, you don't have kids and you can still find this hilarious. So oh, for sure. I, I mean, I can still sympathize with everything, so... Yeah. I too was once a child. I too. <laughs> I now feel bad for my parents after yeah. watching this. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, is there any any other characters that you really really want to talk about too much? I we should probably no, because we talked about Yuri. We didn't talk much about Henry. Uh, well we talked about his elegant I mean he's really Oh sorry, elegance. not Henry, Frankie. Frankie. Sorry. Frankie the, uh... the curly haired <laughs> sidekick the, the, guy. The associate, yeah. yeah. Um I think he's useful in his own ways and i'm i appreciate his willingness to try like he'll join lloyd on missions even though he knows that he's just not that skilled for mm-hmm. it but he knows that he's good at something and he's able to just get by and he's just like he's like yeah i'm i'm helping i'm being a part of things and really he's just like the escape person <laughs> yeah he's like the over energetic person who just 
likes to be there. Yep. Yeah, he's he's the trier of the group. Because mm-hmm. he, he talks about not being a spy. I think he's just an, an associate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he made equipment. He's an informant. That's an what informant. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So, so he's like involved, but he's not doing like He hasn't been trained. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's good to see him try. And then you get to see when they're doing that triple S mission against uh, your, where he's like, Frankie, you're taking it too far. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it I didn't was think good. you took it far enough. That was a great episode. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the, the castle episode where he's playing the super villain was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all very good. Yep. And I'm really glad that they put Lloyd in like that old school traditional like mask. Mask, yeah. Actually, now that I say it out loud, now that sounds like burglar like, not spy like. So I don't know. It was just cool to see him in that to begin with. It, it was your 60s style superhero mask where it's like, I'm right. just going to cover my eyes and nobody knows who I am anymore. Well, it's just the skin around your eyes. You yeah. can still see the eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. But now that I can't see your eyebrows, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Pulling a Superman with the glasses kind of thing or something. <laughs> glasses on and off. Yeah. Yep. Oh. But that I mean, I think he played the villain really well, and he was like, and he was very involved with Yuri, or not Yuri, um, with Anya, which I thought was really cute. Like, what does Anya want right now? Answer the question, or you're gonna have to run an obstacle course. Like, it was just adorable, but like, he was also paying attention to her, letting her know, like, you know, this is a celebration for you. You got into the school. You love spies. You know, let's make this a real experience for mm-hmm. for you. And yeah, he might have taken it a little far, but he, you know, he was there for for Anya, and I, I thought that was just a really just adorable scene for them. Yeah, it was, it was funny. He's like, how am I supposed to know that right now? You have to answer it anyways. <laughs> I want water! It's like, oh, how am I supposed to know she's thirsty? <laughs> I thought that was very creative, too. Like, something that a child would say, too. Mm-hmm. What do you want right now? A gun with a silencer. <laughs> That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Like, the first half of the series, Anya mentions a pistol with a silencer many times. Yep. And it's almost disappointing that they never even brought it up. Oh, and, like, Lloyd's like, if there's one for sale, I'll get you one. So that was really funny, too. So, like, I would like to see, like, season two or three or whatever, like, she comes across a pistol with a silencer. I guess they also did kind of, she did come across it when she got kidnapped mm-hmm. in, like, episode one, yep. where the uh, guy who wanted that information in the beginning of the series. Yep. Uh, Edgar. Edgar? You yeah. guys name him? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she sends out that secret message, and then all the bad guys come, kidnap Anya. Yeah, this is Twilight. <laughs> yeah, and then... Come and get me. Shoots a dude right in front of her. It's like, oh, pistol with a silencer. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't even care that she the guy got killed. Yeah, right? All she cares about, oh, this is the thing I want. A gun with a, a pistol with a silencer. <laughs> so I'd like to see her come across one, like, if she could... Not to say that she would use one, but, like, she has the ability to use one, and then she's just mesmerized by it. Speaking of mesmerized... <laughs> You're with sharp weapons. <laughs> yes. The knife and the guillotine. The, yeah, the knife where she's just kind of like stroking yeah. the edge of the knife and mm-hmm. Lloyd's like, are you okay? Alrighty then. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with her, but okay. The, the art museum, she just sees the, the picture of the guillotine and she's just like, it's beautiful. <laughs> I kind of wish that they dove more into that. Like not to like explain it, but like sprinkled it in in a couple more episodes where she'd be mesmerized by like sharp objects. I think they, she just loves blood. She just yeah. loves it. Yeah, I think they'll bring it on maybe more in season two speaking of the museum though i thought it was so so in reference to a child where anya sees the picture of the the chick without <laughs> with her chest hanging out and she's like dada boobies i see boobies it's like oh, yes child that's that's what that is you're right and i was definitely like that's how to boobs you can't control yourself and your parents just had to sit there like yeah, we knew this was coming. <laughs> how, right, do we, how do you play it off? But then right after the booby scene, head go choppy. <laughs> 
was great. Yeah, they they 100% uh, portray Anya as a small child perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason why the show is so good is that it's very realistic in everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like you can 100% see a child doing pretty much everything Anya is doing besides the telepath part. I'm pretty sure kids are telepaths too. <laughs> there's just too many times where they're looking at you and you're like, ah. They know what I'm thinking. I don't want to play kickball right now. I got to find an excuse, and they know I'm looking for an excuse. <laughs> Do you guys want to cover the end of the season and where you, we think it's going to start in season two? Yeah, let's do that. Um, One quick thing I want to say. I almost feel like episode 12 was like, oh, I can, what's I can, it called where it's an extra episode? I can talk about episode 12. You mean like at the end where they're doing like the, uh, like a, what are they called? Like a, it's a f- OVA. That's what I was saying. OVA. It, it almost feels like episode 12 was an OVA because at the end of episode 11, we saw the dog mm-hmm. and anybody who's been on the internet already knows. Knows we, about the dog. We've already been spoiled that the dog is going to come into play. I mean, yep. they also made it pretty obvious that like they've zoomed in on this one dog. Yep. But anyway, they zoomed in on the dog and then like, it almost feel like they skipped over that. And then here's episode 12 has nothing to do with the dog. Yep. It almost made me feel like it was an OVA, but of course, it's a slice of life kind of show. Any Anything can go. I will talk about episode 12 in the long dimensions. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So as far as the anime is concerned for episode 12, it's the Penguin episode. Uh, Lloyd's been getting an insane amount of side jobs. Mm-hmm. And he's super tired. And he just wants a day to go look like a normal family. And part of that reason is because he hears the people in the complex talking about oh, that Mr. Forger is just always out of the office, so he's got to be cheating on his wife because who works on a Saturday? Yeah, right. Just stupid gossip. Oh, yeah, they were gossiping all about him, just making all these wild claims. He's like, crap, i got to put a stop to this. Yep. Yeah, so luckily enough, he heard that. Yeah, so then now they will go to the aquarium. Aquarium, that's the word. (laughs) And it looked like a normal family. And on the way there, just so happens that a side mission is at the aquarium. Yep. So one thing, I don't know if you guys saw it. I only saw it the second time through was, did you see the little symbol for the spy people? The eye. The, yep. That eye. It's like a sticker of an eye. Like it, it looked weird. Like it, where was it? I didn't catch that. So it's in the subway that they're getting ready to take. So as soon as they switch over to the scene of the subway, it's in like the top, not quite the top right, but it's in, that general area and it's a quick pan so they bring it up you see all the brick of the subway for a second and then it transfers over to lloyd and family and they're talking he's like i need to get some drinks i'm thirsty or something along those lines right so because lloyd sees this symbol he knows what it means so he uses the the cipher yep so he uses the excuse of let me go get some drinks for us to go get the mission, go talk to the headkeeper, the bookkeeper, whatever his mission yep. giver is called. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a cipher because it didn't... Um, oh, he, he didn't have to break well, anything down. It wasn't down anything to yeah. decode. It was just more right. of like a... Like, I guess you're right, yeah. A symbol the that bat cigarette kind of thing. Yeah, it was a bat cigarette. The <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, there, there's lots of things, little small things that you got to pick oh, up. I missed that one. I'm going to have to rewatch that again. Yeah, so I, I can see that one coming more into play for season two or something. Yep. Just little little things to pick up. And uh, just like you said, I watched this multiple times too, and first time through, I didn't notice the eye. Yep. So it did take until my second viewing to see that it needed, the, yeah. that that's what that meant. So, and his mission was to stop this terrorist group from getting a film from somewhere in the aquarium. And it was... 
of course, Lloyd being super drained from all his spy missions that he's doing. It was it was really good to see Lloyd doing his spy stuff because he was like, oh, he memorized all the penguins' names and he memorized how much they eat and which order they eat and just, just chucking fish out at 100 miles an hour so that he could get to this one fish that mm-hmm. had the uh, one film. Penguin. Or, yeah, one penguin, excuse me. I love that he gets the promotion at the end. And the <laughs> character's like, he's like, what do you mean? And uh, the guy's like, you're the best of the best. There's nothing more I can teach you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't even know what's going on right now. I thought that was hilarious. Because I always forget that, like, he's making faces of living people. Like, he's not, like, taking the face of them, being like a, like a horror movie dude. But, like, he's, like, <laughs> making the actual makeup of the faces of these living people and taking their lives for a day. Yep. Yeah, that's a, yeah, this is the speed he can make it. I guess that's just a little bit of anime logic. <laughs> Complete anime. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that scene was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Is, I, I love how they tie in just humor and story. It's, just, it's great. I love it. Yeah, then the giant penguin at the end that he wins, and he's like, oh, it just took me forever to learn the names of all the penguins. And then you get audience like, Dad is a big liar. Oh, that is a big liar, <laughs> but he's a smart liar. Or something along those lines. Yeah, and of course she's thinking this, so nobody mm-hmm. actually knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. That episode was, was funny. Anything else about that episode? Nah, I think I'm pretty much tapping out. Okay. Yeah, I think we we covered pretty much everything. you want to go over uh, the manga mentions? Yeah, we can get into the manga mentions. Because I'm kind of curious to see how those differed from the show, because I don't know anything about the manga, so I'm actually I, I'm excited to learn about this. What? <laughs> Yeah, um, one thing I will say is the manga, the anime and the manga are very well tied in together. Pretty much the entire series just kind of over, I wouldn't say over explains, but digs deep into certain sections. So like the dodgeball training montage, that was pretty much all extra. It was all, um, I have it, uh, embellished. It was all embellished just to basically make it longer. Nothing all that information, great extra information, not super good or bad in either way. You get a little bit of like your and Anya doing some like stretching and some focusing and a little bit of that. But the whole Rocky reference that they have is that was all embellished. And then like the castle part was embellished. Pretty much you got the beginning and then anything that had to deal with the extra spies and the um, where Frankie and them are going on the um, gondola. Yeah, the gondola or the blimp through this whole castle. That's all extra. It's all embellished. And basically you get the beginning where Anya gets this castle and she does some fun things. And then it kind of does a little bit of extra and then it goes to the end where Yor is about to pseudo-assassinate Lloyd because he is, quote-unquote, trying to kidnap Anya. And then she breaks her stiletto and pretty much passes out from there. But the manga this up to this point is only 17 chapters. So Lance, you know most manga, or excuse me, most anime adaptations are two to five chapters per episode. And this was literally like one and a half. Per episode, so pretty damn close. Yeah, one for one. Mm -hmm. And so, just kind of when it goes to episode twelve, they call it an extra mission. So essentially, it is an OVA. That is what episode twelve is. So it's a a branch off of the main 
series, but it's still in the main series. It's still canon, canon to the manga, yes. Okay. Uh, you find out that Twilight has been a spy for 10 years. Yep. I know they kind of mention it, but it's like, oh, I've been a spy for over a decade. Yep. And in the manga, you find out that it's been 10 years. And then the only real thing that you miss out on in the beginning is when they're trying to be more cultured. They The family goes to a political rally to seem more politically active. And it's really just some extreme, it's an extremism rally. And Lloyd's like, oh, yeah, I don't think this is a good place. We shouldn't be here right now. Because they're all talking about trying to bomb all these political buildings and all this stuff. And he's like, nope, we need to leave right now. Oh, I mean, that's something we want to be associated with. They did. They did kind of tap onto that in the anime because Anya's reading thoughts about how corrupt and how bad things are. Yeah. And then they do the nice thing and then she just gets overloaded and then she starts to pass out. So they have to leave. But through the manga, they're saying that this is like a... Yeah, they went to an actual actual anarchy political rally. (laughs) And then Lloyd's like, nope, we should not be here. We can't be associated with this. this." Yes, because he's like, oh, well... Eden College likes people who are politically active, and we should see more politically active in the social groups. And then they go to this one, and it's just, we need to bomb this political building, and we need to do this. And it's like, nope, we need to leave right now. That's um, Yeah, that's, honestly, that's the biggest thing. Everything else is either an extra mission, actually, it's only that one extra mission, and then everything else is canon to the series. And it's just either embellished to make the episode longer without having to dive more into extra parts of the manga. Because I feel like they were like, all right, so episode, the end of the season is going to be like, we're in school, we're going to get to this award, and that's going to be it. So there's not, not a whole lot to the manga or a whole lot extra to the manga that we missed out in the anime. There was one question that I forgot to ask. Do you guys think that Yor was an assassin even as a like a teenager? I do, yeah. yeah. After that scene when yeah. they're coming home all bloody with that yep. book for her brother. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, she's been involved for a long time. I think that's why her social skills are just awful because <laughs> all she knows yeah. is how to be a killer. Yep. Yeah, I would, I would 100% agree with that. All right, cool. So definitely have the same mindset on that. But that's really all that's to the manga mentions. There's not a whole lot. I was It was really good to see them sticking very closely to the original source. And like I said, there was three episodes or 63 chapters. Yeah, 63 chapters. So not even not even that many yet. So it's pretty, pretty close. Um, we never talked about what we expect for season two or later on. Do we care? We kind of dipped into it here and there. Like, yeah. how do like I expect season two to be purely about the Stella Stars? Okay, the, at least for the bulk of the series. <laughs> okay, so we're we're good. All right, so that kind of closes us out. We're all tapped out here. Thank you, everyone, for staying in with us and listening to us break this episode down. Uh, make sure you guys find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. We would really appreciate that. Please give us a five-star rating to help us grow. Every week, we also launch a new short flights episode talking about some popular anime that is currently out and that will complete today's episode thank you for watching and we'll see you next time